Welcome, everybody. Howard J. Hornbuckle coming back at you again with another Alaska basketball podcast, all things pertaining to basketball. Appreciate you all tuning in once again. I was going to talk a little bit of NBA basketball today, a little bit of college ball, and reference to a shout out to my good friend Brian, who again hit me up with another email about some thoughts that he had and so forth. So, again, I want to encourage you all to. Hit me at my email, Howard J. Hornbuckle at gmail.com. Just go ahead and do that, and we'll definitely get together and um, look forward to um, definitely uh, talking talking to you. So with that said, forgive me, I had a couple of messages coming across uh, my media here, so I was just had to take a look at that, so I apologize for that. But today I want to talk a little bit about um, uh, something that um, Brian sent me uh, from California. He used to live here in Fairbanks, Alaska, uh, knew Ken Dickey really well. Ken Dickey, some of you that are listening from the Fairbanks area know who I'm talking about, a great young man who passed away um, not too long ago. And um, Joe T, um, understanding me, and Milo Griffin, uh, Brian Christensen, I think it's Christensen, is very familiar with this area, just moved to the California area. And he's been hitting me up on my um, uh, email quite a bit, uh, which I have no problem with. Um, love hearing the, the feedback, love hearing the positivity. And he, he hit me with a question that I wanted to cover with you all today was what, you know, he asked me. First of all, I want to talk a little bit about uh, his last email. He had asked me about Virginia Tech and uh, college basketball. And um, I went on and I actually uh, looked up Virginia Tech and looked at some of their um, highlights, uh, some of their video, and it uh, looks like they got a pretty decent squad. And the thing with the uh, NCAA, you just never know. Um, that's, the, that's the beauty of college basketball now, because you got so many teams with young talent um, that, 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 um, that come into the league, uh, kind of like uh, North Carolina, what North Carolina has now. A lot of um, Kobe White left, went to the NBA. So, they, I mean, basically he would be, I'm mistaken, to be a sophomore, but he's in the NBA now. So a lot of their players, you know, transition right away in some of these bigger colleges. So you're playing against some, some pretty young players. So these other teams, if they can keep together their core players, their veterans, then they typically have a good opportunity to, to excel uh, come NCAA um, playoff time or tournament time. So uh, Virginia Tech, they, they look good. They look solid. Um, the uh, crowd is definitely behind them. Um, saw some good things that, that, that I liked out there. Seemed like they play together. They moved the ball. Got a couple of good ball players. Don't have the names right in front of me. But um, yeah, Virginia Tech, I'll keep an eye on them and just see how, how they uh, continue to do. Um, that was in reference to uh, Brian's question. He asked me what I thought of Virginia Tech. So from what I see, it looks like a pretty solid team. I don't think they're, they're ranked in the top 25, but um, I'm, forgive me if I'm mistaken, but um, I mean, you tell me talking about Virginia team. I mean, you, you talk about a place where basketball is king. So with that said, I want to talk a little bit about another question that Brian had brought up to me about small ball with the uh, Houston Rockets. And, you know, it's, it's crazy because um, Houston had Chris Paul and it was amazing. I thought Chris Paul was a great fit. I think they came up just short when before Chris Paul got hurt, uh, which was totally unfortunate because I think they had Golden State's number that year. I, I really believe it. Man, they were just playing so well. But, you know, there's no ifs when it comes to winning championships. You either do it or you don't. 
and they ended up changing up that team. And I, I'm beginning to wonder. I, I just don't know. I mean, Chris Paul, he, he's a better shooter than, than um, I'm drawing a blank, uh, than um, Russell Westbrook. He's definitely a better shooter. Um, definitely Russell Westbrook brings so much more speed and energy, especially on the defensive end. Chris Paul is no, no joke on the defensive end. He's solid. He's a smart ball player. And um, to be honest with you, Chris Paul is in the best shape he's ever been in. I don't know if you saw him in the All-Star game. I've been watching Chris Paul for many, many years from the time they nixed the deal with him going to the Lakers. And uh, David David Stern said, no, no, we can't do that. And uh, I mean, he's been a solid basketball player. But let me just tell you something. If you look at Chris Paul's game right now, this game is probably as good as it's ever been. And I was wondering, I said, man, what is Chris Paul doing? Why is OKC doing so well? But um, it's amazing how Chris Paul is playing right now. And, you know, Houston gave him up. And um, he did mention something on the All-Star game that he was doing something different with his diet. You know, he's more plant-based now and he seems lighter. He seems more energetic. He he seems uh, more engaged. Not that he wasn't engaged before, but it just seems like he's at a different level. And uh, it's nice to see. And you would just think that, man, if he would have had that uh, going into Houston this year, boy. And there's no knock on, on Westbrook now. Don't get me wrong. Westbrook is something special. He is a good player. He is one of the best in the NBA. I love me some Russell Westbrook. This I do. But, uh, man, Chris Paul is playing so well. And it's just going to be amazing to see how this finishes out. As far as small ball is concerned, I'm, you know, the NBA has changed so much over the years. You know, the dominant player is just in the middle is just becoming a rarity. Uh, I know Joel Embiid just pronounced himself as the best in the world. And then he was just on TV, I think, last night, kind of, um, uh, uh, you know, back back um, track on that statement saying this is what he felt at that time. <laughs> Although he did drop 49 last night. But, you know, you know, I don't want to deviate. I don't want to deviate too much. But I'm, I'm just saying that um, uh, Chris Paul, you know, he he. Um, is doing so well, you know, with what he's doing here. And I just think that um, this small ball, you know, Joel B is another big, big player. That's how I start talking about it. He's a, good, he's a big player at one of the last few, but even he shoots more threes than he does posting. You know, you just don't have a lot of big guys that post up in the middle anymore. So the game is changing. So I do see it in that aspect. D'Antoni is interesting. I watched D'Antoni uh, coach for the Houston Rockets for many, many years. I watched him with Phoenix, the Phoenix Suns, with, with Steve Nash, Amar Stoudemire. I mean, I watched him develop this team um, many, many uh, years. And, um, you know, his trademark is just that he hasn't been able to win the big one. He hasn't been able to come up with the defense that we be able to defend. This is one aspect that I do like about the small ball with Houston. I think that it does make them uh, vulnerable in the middle because of the height, even though they did knock off the Lakers that, that game, that the first night they went with small ball. But um, uh, I like the idea. I think you I think you you do different things. And that's one thing I do admire about D'Antoni is that he's not willing to change. I mean, he's, he's willing to change. He's willing to change up and do things different and innovate. So um, he reminds me a little bit of Don Nelson when they have the three guys that play for Golden State Warriors, uh, Tim Hardaway, Rich, Mitch Richmond, and uh, Chris Mullins. I mean, they just ran, and they were really the first Warriors that really just shot the ball everywhere. I mean, really, if you really think back. But nonetheless, I'm all for small ball. Uh, I know what he, I can kind of see what Houston is doing. They're really kind of, I know it's 
James Harden's team, but it also looks like they're building a team somewhat around Westbrook as well, along his strengths. And this definitely plays to Westbrook's strengths, being able to go small ball, being able to move the ball up and down the floor. And that's one aspect of Houston that I do like. I do like the fact that they do get the ball up so much quicker with Westbrook. They have more of an intensity on defense as well with Westbrook. So um, I'm all for it. I, I like what I see. And this just see how far uh, this takes us. I know Brian did mention that he was down in um, the Bay Area, San Francisco, watching um, the Warriors play the Rockets the other night. And he tend to think that the Houston looked kind of boring because the ball would stick with either Westbrook, it would stick with either um, uh, James Harden. And that seemed to be a little more boring as opposed to the Warriors when they're at their best with Clay and Steph and Draymond. They're moving the ball. The ball is moving. It's rotating. I'll be honest with you. When I'm playing ball, and I talked about it on my last podcast, uh, when I'm playing ball and I'm playing with guys that, that are moving the ball, it's moving and moving and moving, it is fun. It is fun. But the thing about it is, you know, I'm not saying every NBA player is, is, is at that level. Uh, it, it is a level, especially when you're playing pickup ball and, and so forth, of, of being able to move the ball like that. And you can get in a pickup game, uh, like a rec league, that I play in, you, you play in those leagues and you see guys moving the ball like that, man, and you're playing in that. It's fun. So I understand what Brian's saying. It is fun and it's good to watch when the ball moves like that. And also, it's good that when crunch time comes, let me tell you something. Even when I'm in my old men's league, when crunch time comes, there's only a couple people that are going to shoot the ball, right? Now, in my league, you're a real good guy. If you're open, you, you will tend to shoot it, right? You will tend to shoot it. But if you're playing and you and you and you want to stay on for that first game, you don't want to lose. You know you're going to be a little more cautious about who shoots the ball and if you're going to shoot. And if you shoot, you're going to shoot to 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 make the shot in crunch time. So I think that's when the individuality should come in. I think that's when the ball stoppage uh, will take play and it'll be to Houston's advantage because whenever the game gets tight, gets close, Hart needs to deliver. When the game gets close tight, you know, you might have to isolate Westbrook to go and, and, and make a play. So I do think you need that isolation to some point, uh, to some extent. But again, overall, I do agree with you. I like the ball moving. I don't like it just standing still. Uh, that is more enjoyable basketball as well, Brian. Uh, so with that said, I just wanted to answer a couple of those questions that um, Brian had um, on the small ball and my thoughts of it um, with Houston. Uh, Brian did send me some nice pictures um, of that area, of the Chase um, uh, Stadium, where the Golden State Warriors play it now. Beautiful pictures, man. I really appreciate it. Um, also, the uh, YMCA, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, right there in Oakland, that area. Beautiful, beautiful paintings, beautiful murals that are out there. Uh, just really good to see all that uh, the good things that are going down in the California area. So again, I want to thank Brian for his input on today's podcast. I really appreciate that. Uh, he's a, a Fairbankson, um, just just uprooted to, to California to work, and I want to wish him the best. So that's going to do it me for do it for me on the Alaska Basketball Podcast for today. Appreciate you joining in with all my podcasts. I kicked out quite a few of them today. Wanted to get caught up on some things. Again, you can catch my podcast every Tuesday from now on and hope to deliver some great content for you. So look forward to talking to you soon. Once again, this is Howard J. Hornbuckle signing off for the Alaska Basketball Podcast. All things pertaining to basketball. Have a super, super day.